Hey, everybody. Welcome to My Dumb Friends. Hello there. How we're, are you? We're here with uh, our, well, Moshe Kasher. We're ex- very excited that he's here. What were you going to say? I was going like, to say your name. I was about to say your name first. Okay. I have I to say your intro to me was very abrupt, very quick. Yes. I've never. Well, the thing nowhere. is that we we yeah. have talked about this. Like my intros are so because originally I went, "Welcome everybody to my dumb friends." So that's how you do it. I mean, now it's just really unimpressive. <laughs> now we just try to start like, now like, with our normal voices, but then it always that even seems awkward. Yeah. I do. I I have a slight affect change when I start an episode. Well, how do you do it? I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Well, first we do our dates, but then I'll go. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. It's the Champs Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. But and then we begin. Yeah, yeah. I don't think our yeah. podcast is their favorite. So I'm like, no, I'm like hey, after Champs, what the fuck, and Bill Burr, you're going to love our podcast, Thank my you. dumb friends. Thank you, by the way, for putting me in that holy triad of podcasts. Yeah, but we're going to probably with Kurt Braunholers as soon as you get out of here. Yeah, 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 sorry no, about that. It. It's just you know, a Hollywood <laughs> thing. I'm, I've turned very Hollywood. You have turned very Hollywood. Since I'm... Well, the Hollywood thing I did yesterday uh, was I uh, took two Benadryl. Uh, oh, yeah. Because I, classic Hollywood. Classic Hollywood. Hollywood allergies. Britney Murphy like, shit. And like uh, eight that's not fair. But shit. Eight-year-old. Well, I had to take it because uh, I was uh, I was, I was was sick. I've been staying with a cat, and I'm allergic to the oh, cat. Oh, that's right. Which I'll get into in a oh, little bit. Why don't you say what your idea was that you told me yesterday what, to get away from the cat? What, what are you talking about? Uh, he calls me up, and he goes, oh, I didn't realize how allergic I was to the cat. And he's like, so I think I'm just going to get a, a pillow and a blanket and sleep in my car the whole time. And just outside go in, the house. Go outside the house and just go in and just feed the cat. That's a real idea? <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was like a real he idea. said it out loud. How, how bad is that? I don't think that's that bad. Oh, uh, yeah. It's yeah, that, it's, it's terrible. That bad. You ever well, heard, like, that guy's so destitute he's living in his car? <laughs> I guess that's, like, the definition. <laughs> yep, yep. That's Wait, the definition of it not going well. Where are you staying? Uh, in uh, Laurel Canyon. With, uh, with Overlook Mountain. I'm saying, well, they're gone, so they took care of the cat. And I it's, see. It's already a fucking ordeal because I got there, and they're like, okay, so you're going to feed it three times a day. And I'm like, three times? I'm gone. <laughs> that seems a lot for a cat. That's a lot. Yeah. And then they're like, and make sure to play with it so it also, like it learns to love you. And I'm like, I'm here for four days. I don't need to make your cat happy. I just want <laughs> to make sure it doesn't die. You're only there four days? Yeah. And they're already telling you to play with their pussy? <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, oh, come on. Listen, this hey, is, is this? the Champs podcast. <laughs> I thought you could just leave food Champs out. podcast is invading my dumb friends. I you could just leave food out for a cat. And they just That's what I did, and it has. be so smart. And the cat, right. and I tried playing with it, and it fucking hates me already. Like, I'm hitting it with a fishing pole because thing. Because you don't know the... how to be All gentle right, with things. Let me take you back a couple steps here. You're... Hitting it with a fishing pole? No, I mean, it's there's a string. Well, like I know a you're thing. a surly guy, and you got a beard. That's not how you play with a I'm, cat. Yeah. I'm in the back of my car hitting it with... Yeah. <laughs> Look, I tried to play with your cat. I grabbed a fishing pole. I smacked your cat as hard as I could, and it didn't some... respond. <laughs> then I trade jewels to other people on the road. Um, but anyway, I took this Benadryl because I was allergic, and I took it right before me and Joe DeRosa were hanging out. I took it right before UCB. Name drop, the smallest <laughs> name drop that you could possibly. Uh, uh, I'm just joking, Joe. Joe. Come on, Joe. Uh, and uh, and I gave, I took this Benadryl, and I'm like loopy on stage. But then he's like, "All right, I'll follow you to your next show." Joe. Yeah, Joe said that, and I didn't. I was so looped out, I didn't hear him. So I was on the car. No, and I saw this car behind me, and I forgot it was Joe. So I'm like, and this guy keeps following me, and I was near the Scientology building, so yeah. I was like a little nervous. So I just cut the car <laughs> abruptly to try to lose him. So and then we followed, and he meets me at the Comedy Palace. He's like, what the fuck are you? And I forgot. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I was Scientology you see, I just, you. I assumed that I was being followed by Scientologists. Yeah. You know, you know. Because yeah. I'm a huge sweat. I've been on Fuse multiple times. <laughs> Let me just yeah. assuage your anxiety that when a Scientologist sees you, yeah. they're going to give you a pass. <laughs> Have you seen them? They uh, are yeah, they're so all like very clean cut, like frighteningly clean cut. Right, and, and maybe you'd be like when a girl wants to change a guy in a relationship, the Scientologists want to change Dan. I don't think they a give a shit. Yeah, they don't do like Scientology makeovers. No, like, I don't think that they. I just read that book. Have you read <laughs> Going Clear? It's the you read no, that? But I heard oh, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's crazy. The guy had to fucking leave the. He said he was you know like he did the nine eleven the looming tower which like won a Pulitzer and he wrote that about the nine eleven. Uh, you know what happened not, like the days before the hijackers, and he said that the uh, attention he got from like the CIA and federal government was nothing compared to Scientology. Like he thought he, he was going to get wow. assassinated. He had to go to Europe apparently to like finish the book. But oh it's a great God. book. Go and clear. Check it out. 
He's gonna be our podcast. <laughs> oh, he's coming on in. Yeah, That's so cool, man. Yeah, man, he's he's Check huge. His improv, yeah, and you get a free uh, audio book download on Audible.com when you sign up with the code <laughs> dumb dumb friends. my dumb friends. Dumb, I don't think they. I don't know if they sponsor us yet, but they do now. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna keep doing that. That's and also, uh, if you like shoes, Nike, Nike <laughs> coming your just way. do it. <laughs> and if you like um, uh, foreign currency, check out the Nikkei. The Nikkei. What is the Nikkei? That's how you know how dumb me and Sean were. Because like, uh, what Asian or country? Or how not is funny that? I am. <laughs> funny it just I depends. <laughs> so you thought Scientology was chasing you I down, and then you got there. And, oh, it's my fr- old friend Joe DeRosa. Yeah, which was actually much more depressing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you were thinking, oh, I'm I finally love, making it. And I love Joe because we'll hang out and he'll like fucking bitch about shit. But then he goes, and then at the end of it, he goes, I'm really turning over a new leaf. <laughs> <laughs> really fighting against the wave. <laughs> like, All these inspirational quotes. Right, inspirational quotes at the end of it. By Joe DeRosa. By Joe DeRosa. Well, I did something dumb here so far. What, what I, uh, I'm this? staying with friends of mine, and they are... So being... you're both homeless, just to We're clarify. Both homeless. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. look like, you know... You like, look uh, like you're both homeless. Yeah. You know what, the end of the wire, when the dock workers are, like, l- laid off, that's what I feel like we both <laughs> yeah. I look like, like a dock worker. So. <laughs> you look so working out. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like it's should, a real good combo We look here. like we should just be feeding each other soup. You have very manly arms, though, very hairy. Oh, yeah, that's true, man. Very teen wolfy. I have extreme body hair. Yeah, uh, I think women you, fucking actually. like that. Oh, of course. Yeah, I I have body hair in the worst. Bl- like I have a lower back. I have lower back body hair. It's I have gray. The, I think it's so I have dirty. Gray body hair. Now. I have gray body hair. Yeah. My my chest hair is is shocked gray. I mean, it's full oh, on. It's like I think gray, chicks gray. like it though. Well, you've, the gray you've been with like so many women anyway. You're like oh, a, that's true. Thanks for you're bringing a, that up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like a you're sort of a Don Juan. I was sort of a Don Juan, but now you have a beautiful lovely. Now my name is just Twan. Now your name is nope. just Twan. That doesn't do. That's Ice Cube. It's Ice Cube. Oh, that's, yeah, I never. I only listened to Phil Collins when I was like eleven. <laughs> right, I got my first album was uh, Two Sides of the Story. You know what's funny about that? If you it see was... a picture of him from when he was eleven, he looks like he looks. Like <laughs> that's really. Funny. And I had oh, I horrible sweaters. I had an idea for an album called Penniless Pockets, which I thought was be a socially conscious. You're one of those kids that looked that like they were like forty five when they were eleven. You looked like no, I didn't. I looked beautiful. I'll show you. Beautiful. I'll show you right now. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 29. You looked beautiful. No, this one's the old. I Let's really see. looked. Wait, what's this? Is always great. By the way, you guys are new new to the podcasting thing. It's always great to do a visual. Visual. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, like the, fuck. I don't know what happened. To my okay, I let me just walk you through. All right, forget listeners. it. No, no, no. Don't it. keep I going. <laughs> so right now. There's an entire wallet filled out. Wait, I don't even. And there's a lot of stuff. The amount of stuff you would imagine. He's got two identical bank cards. <laughs> Let me read you the number. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Dan. You look There's all money right. spilling you look out parking right. tickets. It's totally it's cool. No yeah. condoms. Yeah. Ugh, it's fine. All right. I believe that you're beautiful. <laughs> Don't anyway. So women. Yeah, I used to date a lot. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you did. did. You really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don Juan. I mean, sometimes it was gone. Sometimes it was, it was very, it was a high-low. It was very oh, high yeah. low. Yeah, no, it wasn't like uh like I figured there are certain people in the world who they who they they maybe get laid a lot ish, but th- they have standards. Right. So they only get laid when they're like that. Yeah, girl, you've done like some really dumb crazy shit I've, to get laid, right? I've had a lot of bad things. Like I I've had you guys ever taken um you ever lysoled after a woman left? No. Lysoled your legs? No. Never done that. That's done how that. bad it smelled. Just no, I was like afraid just there just were things that were suspect. <laughs> I had, you know what I mean. There were a couple two, like prolonged itches. Oh, oh Jesus! And I just started going. I started extrapolating. So I was spraying Lysol on my legs just to make, you know, yeah, just the classic. STD barrier. Yeah, I would love that if so you if went you to a Planned some... Parenthood. Uh-huh. <laughs> y'all got Lysol? Test, they just go, all right, you're just... <laughs> y'all got Lysol? <laughs> when you think about it, it works. Lysol, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit insane. You, they're, they're, it's difficult to feel okay. Well, does it work on... Does it actually it, work? I guess it makes sense I don't think, think it actually works. It. Right? I, I don't know. Stages. I mean, I, I have a degree in uh, folk and country medicine. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's why I went there. No. This leukemia is kill me, but thank God this Joan Bias. I'm yeah, surprised put you just like a wigwam at your, at your, your crotch. Well, <laughs> I don't know. What is, what is, what is scabies? I don't know. I thought it was like they're like bugs bug. that burrow. I thought it was herpes right, so, for wolves. So you and I make for love, a while. right? You and okay. I spend the night making love. That'd be nice. It would okay. be right. Yeah, I, I take you so. away from your homeless situation. I bring yeah. you to my apartment. Yeah. 
You we, give me a room for a couple we days. We make love, and in the morning you're getting ready to go, and you go, by the way. No, not in the morning. Let's say 10, a minute after we're done, you're putting your pants on, <laughs> and you say, I'm leaving. Yeah. But by the way, I have scabies. And you leave. Well, what am I doing? Now I go, shit, there might be a bug. She said that like a minute. No, no, oh, okay. I'm just saying, theoretically. Yeah. Okay. This is yeah. all science. This right is all science. Okay? It's all science. This in is, your head, science. This is radio right. lab. Right. Okay, right now we're on radio lab. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> and extreme edition. Extreme edition. So you say, I have scabies and I'm leaving. Well, there's a bug maybe on me. I mean, a Lysol will kill that bug, won't it? I mean, it's. It should kill the bug. I would I say. I feel so. like it kills the bug. What if it's yeah. like chlamydia or syphilis? I don't know. But I feel yeah. like but you want to be safer than sorry. Just spray yourself down with Lysol. Hey, what's what's the worst that's going to happen? And then you smell like Lysol for two days. I mean, better that than have uh, chlamydia. That's a good point. I that's just put a car air freshener up my asshole <laughs> after I'm done fucking. Does it work? Uh, Actually, I, have a joke. I, I don't know, like but it gets me off. Yeah. I have a joke about that. Where I, I oh, really? Say, I say just that. Yeah. Well, that's because there's right. a time, guys. I can't use that. Anymore. Oh, you can <laughs> use it. We can't have another fucking. There was Mencia a Rogan controversy. By the way, one of the one of the business cards that just sort of like gently fell out of Dan's uh, wallet is a, a bad robot business card. Oh yeah, just and if you notice, he left oh, it out. Yeah, oh, he I left it out. <laughs> separate from the pile. We get it, Dan. Se- separate from the regular oh, pile. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh bad robot. Oh, that's Dan. Oh my oh. buddy JJ. Oh yeah. Oh don't worry about it. Oh, hanging out with JJ before yeah. I gave you his card. Yeah, yeah. With J- yeah don't worry about it. I'm in LA now. Yeah. I've done a thing where you. Here's the fucking ID. This is what I was talking about. I've heard of name drops. I've never heard of card drops. Yeah, exactly. Like a, you know, you look like a young Seth Rogen. Oh, come on, I think <laughs> like, no freaks and geeks era. Seth I, th- Rogen. I didn't think he was really handsome in he that. He wasn't. One. You do look handsome. <laughs> you look like you're really, handsome, like you're sure. really into kickball. That's what you look. You look. You look like. You look like White Shrek. That's what you look. Yo, <laughs> this motherfucker looks like White Shrek. White Shrek. Sean didn't have a reference, so he just picked <laughs> up over here looking like thing. White Shrek. <laughs> white Shrek. White Actually, Shrek. black people do like to do that. Like when they see you, they'll just the white put, version of something. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, oh, look at. And then it's just like, dude, that's just a white guy. You can't just say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, look at George Bush over here. No, dude, I don't look like George Bush. I've been called every, every white every guy with white glasses. Dude, just general white guy. Yeah, we're, right. everybody. We really do know a guy that looks like white Uncle Phil, though. Jay Welch looks like white Uncle Phil. He does look he like, exactly God rest like Uncle Phil's soul. Yeah. And Jay Welch, did you hear about that? <sighs> oh, did he die of scabies? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He died of, we tried to Lysol him in the ER, <laughs> but it didn't work out. No, because there have been nights when I've gotten calls you know when you're when i'm when you're single the way i was single right you were a fucking beast which, which, beast like bordering to, on predator oh no no no, no, no. not predator beast went a little bit too far there yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i'm just saying predator that's a whole other kind of sexual <laughs> fetish where you want people to not want to have sex with you that's yeah that's true <laughs> i'm yeah. into them wanting it but then i'm just like there's different kinds of horny you know mm-hmm. like um there's what i am right now but right yeah. sure where you what you look like you are <laughs> you do look horny but i'm a, i jerked off before you came here today so that's true yeah i did have you ever felt ashamed of jerking off i have I've heard people talk about that catholic and it, thing. it blows my mind like this catholic thing yeah, i have yeah. been when i've jerked off on a plane i well that's <laughs> i jerked off on a no, plane that's there was the like a line time it's right in the theater bad. or in the bathroom what seat or no bathroom, bathroom. uh where's the craziest place you've jerked off Doctor's office waiting room. Oh, awesome! What? <laughs> when did this happen? Cool. Like when the, not the waiting room, like with all the people in the seats. Like when they put you into the room and then you're waiing for. Whoa! Oh, that's solid, fucking like, ballsy. I've never mentioned that before. That's how, the first time how, I've said that. Keep I'm, talking. What yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through your process. Uh, I th- I was like I think I was like 17, and then I was putting. I was like, oh, we'll be we'll be by in a few minutes. And for some, I don't know what it, I don't know what came over me, and I just started jerking off in the middle. That of anatomy it. chart. And he right? didn't yeah. catch you. Yeah. He didn't walk. I think it was. I think it was a really hot nurse that came in, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, she's so hot!" And I just, sure. I don't know what the hell I was doing. Did you? Were you wearing a hospital gown? No, 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 no. I was just like a doctor's appointment. It wasn't like a hospital. But right. what about like residual bone dog? You know what I mean? Uh, like, then you, then yeah, you bust your nut, or you don't bust your nut, and the doctor comes in. He's like, "Okay, we'll look to do this pelvic exam. You got a big old heart on." <laughs> yeah, I'm not well, that had... huge though. I would be. Oh, I am. I'd be okay. Oh, You're really oh, yeah, big. I'm really You're big. really big. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I mean, no, no, I think fine. I think I'm happy. Big dick guy's way more confident. You don't have a big dick, Dan? Or you do? I don't. Uh, Dan, okay. you got a small dick? No, it's, Dan, you have a small dick? It's thick. <laughs> but it's like a sixer, but it's thick. Uh, you know, no, Dan, a, you got a small thick dick? You got a small, you got a small thick dick. dick. <laughs> uh, okay, you got a short thick dick. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, but I've heard you have a big dick because we've hooked oh, really? up with the same person. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, I, yeah, I won't yeah, say, yeah. mention who, 
But uh, Wanda so, Sykes. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard you have a big dick. So. She nice mentioned her to say that. Yeah, you, this is kind of nice. Did she mention that while? Yeah, you she like looked that? at mine and she was like, "God, <laughs> I really wish." Now she just opened your pants. Now you know who has a big dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Just for your information. Just, just for your information. Going forward, Does Moshe has a better, yeah. bigger dick than you. She lists all the. Comics. She didn't say bigger. <laughs> Um, well, no, she didn't say that. You can only assume bigger. Nah, come on. I mean, look, what's a big dick? I mean, you know? it's a bigger, seven, it's a nice right? big dick. Seven, seven, would you say is big? Six is normal? Seven's big, I think. Where seven's above it. Five and a half is the normal. And now I have, happen to have some information. Is this usually this crass? You're, no, uh, uh, no, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Matter. Happens, happens. Work, you know, yeah, sometimes yeah. I feel like all these, all these comedians, you know, in my, in my era, yeah. they're all like talking about whimsy and shit like that. No, I mean, and this I, is like I, real bottom of the barrel, Bowery shit. I don't want to hear... You know, I always get resentful. People are like, "Well, it was a little, it was a little dirty." I think, yeah, man, that's a kind of humor. There's other <laughs> yeah. kinds. Yeah, sometimes exactly. they're about windmills, and sometimes it's about big, thick, short dick motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, right? I, we, we try not to. You know, we have like it really just depends on the guest. But I mean, I'm, I've, I, you know, I've, you know me. I've been to rehab twice. We have a lot yeah. of similar past experiences. Do you do dirty stuff on stage? Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about you? A little, yeah, kinda. It's not yeah, too, man. too bad, but I do, but I do, yeah. It's a kind of humor. You it's know, it's it's weird because my bits that are dirty, it's crazy because it's like I have clean bits, but the ones that are dirty are like filthy. But mm. then it goes back to like being fine, like PG thirteen. Um, but okay, yeah, were we talking about dicks? We were talking, we were talking about, about dicks. We were talking about Lysol. We actually Lysol. never finished Wait. the story. Oh, we were talking about him masturbating. Masturbating. Oh, the, the best places, room. best places you've ever masturbated. <laughs> what do you? The best places that I've ever... Or craziest. I got some fucked up ones. Do you really? I masturbated on a short yellow bus once. I was <laughs> a patient or whatever. Pa- Wait, a patient? Student, like oh, a student. Retar- the retarded person bus. Were there, were there other people with Down syndrome there? Literally retarded people in the bus. Were you there. in the same seat as a Down syndrome person? <laughs> no, I think they were in another seat. Okay. Yeah. And I also jerked off in the front seat. Of wait, my... wait, go back oh, to this, this Down is good. syndrome. Okay. 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 All right. Go ahead. No, just put a pin in that. Go okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's put a pin in the next one. With the Down syndrome one. Now, were you, was it triggered by anything that was on the bus? Oh, I don't, I hope not. I, I don't think so. <laughs> was that, was like the feety pajamas <laughs> one girl was wearing that uh, day really match her <laughs> eyes or some shit like that? Just really into helmets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, spray that Capri Sun all over my chest, Moshe. I don't think they were really involved. Yeah, no, I don't think I was like, oh, someday, you know. Oh, the mess of humanity. Oh, <laughs> oh human the mess, suffering. Mess of humanity. They're ten times happier than us. I, would, I think that's a great lie, by the way. I think you think so? Lie. You don't I think, think that's, that's a true? lie that, that regular people tell themselves to justify I how think brutal you're right. I think you're is. absolutely right. Because, really? yeah, they laugh at nothing, but they also cry at nothing. They're miserable. That's true. Yeah, I guess you're right. We know my, my manager's office is right near to the uh, Down Syndrome like Foundation of America or something like that. And it's crazy because I was there and I had to, I, you know, I, I was there and I was like, is that guy Corky from Life Goes On? And in my head, I'm like, you <laughs> fucking, no, it's not. It's just a dance. <laughs> then I found out it was, it was fucking him. Corky who Corky, works yeah. at the office. <laughs> he does, yeah. I always wanted to do a sketch, uh, which was uh, Corky from Life Goes On behind the music. <laughs> like, <laughs> just him turning into a diva, you know, and just yeah. doing coke and like right. leaving his retarded friends behind. He starts, and, he starts like fucking uh, double teaming girls with Tom Sizemore. Yeah, <laughs> the, only, <laughs> the only the joke I remember from it was uh, him at the end. He goes, he's like, there's so much drugs, so much cocaine, women. At a certain point, I had to ask myself, who are you? Are you even retarded anymore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so back to the, the, the news story, you want to put a pin in it. What, oh, what, well, the, the craziest place I ever jerked off was in the front seat of my grandmother's car while she was driving. Oh, 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 oh you win oh, your stories. God. That wins your How stories. How did you even pull that off? I had like a jack. I was, she had picked me up at school and I was hooking up with this girl. How old were you? I was 17, six, 16. Oh, 16. No, no excuse even. What do you mean? How old should I have been? If oh, like I think if you're seven. 13, it's okay. Oh. 13 no, no, no. I was, <coughs> I was 16. Okay. I would have been 16 at that time. So she picks you up. What is she wearing that day? (laughs) (laughs) Short skirt, lot of legs. What was was her pearls like? Um, (laughs) They they were more afterwards. Oh, guys. (laughs) No, I was hooking up with this girl in the parking lot. And my grandma came and picked me up and, like, cut that short. Yeah. So I was, like, all horny. So she interrupted you guys. Were you guys fucking? No, no, but she was, like, giving me a hand job, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. And your grandma, like, pulled up? 
she was just like meh meh and I had to oh go. My God. where were you getting the hand job? in the parking lot of this like was it in another car in her car yeah oh okay this girl's car. could she tell that you were getting a hand job? no 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 she didn't know but I was right. on my way to therapy of course you were. Yeah, yeah makes sense. I was on my way to this like state, the, the final iteration of state sponsored. Because I was in so much trouble when I was a kid that the state had started to pay for my my psychotherapy. So, oh wow, the school district was paying. That's for like it. you and Michael Myers. That's like really fucking intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew that dude. He was actually a good dude. He Michael was okay, Myers. right? He was an okay guy. He was, he was very emo at the time. Yeah. Um. So then I had to go to this therapy session, and I wasn't done. And I was so young that I thought, you know, now I wouldn't do do that. My yeah. grandma, my grandma's dead for the primary reason. Yeah, that'd be kind I of wouldn't difficult. do that. Yeah, yeah. Now, oh my yeah. God. But I, I put, feel so like I it's less offensive if she's dead, though. If you jerk <laughs> off, and you didn't even. There's feel, no way she's talking about feeling it. ashamed after jerking off. You didn't even feel ashamed after that one. No, I mean, I was too young and too, crazy. Yeah, to really you're just be, like fuck it. I don't so care. I put a jacket over my. Were you still? Uh, were you still drinking and drugging at that time, or no? Yeah, no, I would. I had just just gotten sober. gotten sober. Yeah, at that point, that's always the funniest to me. Is like when I still I still do creepy shit even though I'm yeah. sober now. Well, why would you not do creepy shit because you're sober? Well, because I don't know the stuff that I would do drunk was far creepier, you know. So like when you when I do it, I do. I guess that is that Catholic shame shit. You're a Catholic too. Well, my dad's a Catholic. I was actually I grew up Presbyterian and Protestant, but my dad's guilt definitely transferred from that. Like, he would say to me, he's like, hey, whenever you hook up with a girl, think about what her father was. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Which is really creepy. <laughs> Are you kidding? Why would you do that? Why would well, sometimes do- I needed it to get off. <laughs> oh, no, sure. no, no, no. Oh, he knew. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I mean, I think he was just, like, you know, very nervous about me. I think it came from a good place. What you uh, can you tell do? I'm nervous because I'm, like, rearranging yeah. the cars? Uh, where's that bad robot card? <laughs> <laughs> Where's oh, because Steven you don't Spielberg want to diss your dad. You mean? I mean, I'm yeah, not... no, it's not. It's, I mean, yeah, that, and I, I do think that he meant well with it. I just don't think that he totally got it. You know, here's the thing. Here's my now. Do you give people, and it, it happens in like a split second sometimes, where you can give your children like just a lasting jacket of shame to wear right. about their sexuality yeah. for the rest with of their life. With one sentence. With one sentence. You walk in on your kid jerking off and you go, what the hell are you doing? That's disgusting. Boom. Boom. They're that's fucking... It. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's their memory of sexuality yeah. <laughs> that will inform their sex life from that point on. My mother was the opposite. I don't know, for better or for worse. My mom was like so pro-sex. She used to take me to like feminist uh, like right. vibrator stores to buy me like lesbian erot like text based erotica. <laughs> oh really? First found out I was jerking off and like she had a vibrator. You mean like I, novels? Uh, like like yeah, novels. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. short stories. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? As I say on stage, because I say because my, my mom wanted oh. to make sure that if I was going to be looking at porn, there'd be ninety pages of expository prose poetry before <laughs> we got to the pussy. <laughs> you know? Right? Yeah, you got to read uh, a section of the Awakening before yeah. you start pleasuring yourself. So. I mean, as a result of that, or, or I don't know, I just, I don't have, it's not that I don't have sexual hangups. I do. I mean, I've, I felt, you know, guilty about my own sex life. But, like, for example, like, I've never, I've always found the idea that guys think of women who have slept with a lot of people as, like, slutty, as, like, completely for, a foreign and a just absolutely absurd concept. And, 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 and clearly abhorrent, too. And I will say that I still do that. So, I mean, I know that it's a horrible thing Women do it do. to themselves. People do it to themselves. But I just think it, it doesn't even make sense is what I'm saying. I'm not just saying, like, oh, I'm so enlightened. I'm such right. a special guy that I support women. I also just think, like, it doesn't make any sense. Well, it just it just well, it's, it's stem- all how you're That's because then how you were raised. Right. right. It's yeah, a complete right, exactly. construction. I like, mean, it just stems from the fact, like, that our society w- still views women as property to some extent. Sure. Right. And your property is used. Or something. It's, it's like, what yeah. is the difference between a woman being with a man for five years and being with 50 men over five years? It's still just a dick. It's yeah. still just a dick yeah. in there. It's yeah. like, what is it? I don't even, what's the concept that we're I think working it's, with? It's, it comes from selfishness because when you, you want to be like, I'm the only one who experienced. You know, I'm one of only 10 guys who experienced. But you're right, it shouldn't. If a girl fucks 800 guys, it shouldn't matter. Well, well it I, comes from that Madonna, the Madonna horror Madonna thing. Horror complex, yeah, that's what right. it is. Because they, everybody wants the women to be these angelic. Although I was talking to Emily Heller about it, and she did have an interesting perspective. She's like, if I can be intimate with that many guys, I just feel like that that's an unsafe person if somebody was doing that. And I don't know. I, I you mean guess. maybe oh. they have STDs? Well, no, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that, no. and just like the ability to be able to like get that personal with someone immediately. I don't know. 
I guess at a certain point, you do get to like, there's something seems wrong. I mean, maybe. Like for me, yeah. I know that at a certain point in my sex life, I started going like, this is starting to not seem like fun. It's starting to become that movie Shame or something. Yeah, it's just, well, you know, Shame is interesting. I was very nervous about watching it because I was like, I didn't want to watch it and go like, oh, there's me. I see me on stage. <laughs> and of course, when Fassbender walked by with that big old dick, I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's you. me. <laughs> that's actually what the crowd went when I went to see it. They're like, oh, he's pulling a Moshe. <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I have an, my impression of <coughs> Fassbender. Fassbender's dick is so big. Yeah. My impression of him getting the call about that role is that his agent's like hey michael we do have a we got a movie for you coming up uh, but unfortunately there is full frontal nudity i'll take it yeah <laughs> i haven't told you what the movie i don't care i don't give a shit i, I think, don't give I a think shit. what happens with the woman thing though with um with them viewing girls sleep around a lot of sluts is because women also they perpetuate it they there's women that think other women that sleep with a lot of dudes are, are sluts yeah, yeah, sure. So, so they're, they're not all fighting on the same team. In that. It's almost like the house slave complex. I don't want to compare it to <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, slavery. Well, you know, like no, I no, want to keep keep going. No, does this sound <laughs> terrible? Well, no, it's, well, fuck it. Fine. I no, I'm just saying like, you know, they're enslaved by society. So if they got a nicer place on the plantation, well, that's classic. Then they can throw down the other, you know. I don't know if it's totally analogous, but that is classic. By the way, I would never make this analogy if we had a black comic on. I do want to. <laughs> well, what if it was jokes a on you? Moshe's black. What if Moshe's it was a black, black female comic that it's? I would just talk about guy. SNL the whole time. <laughs> what does it feel like to know that Warren Michaels be being that progressive? That's what I would just talk about. Well, it's very progressive, right? Yeah, to, to get publicly shamed by the media and then immediately <laughs> spring into action <laughs> <laughs> to Instagram the whole fucking process. Uh, they were literally just like, "Oh yeah, we don't have any." It was interesting. <laughs> that was what their response was. Let's get one now. And P.S. I'm not talking. Whoopi, what are you doing? <laughs> P.S. I'm not talking shit about SNL. You know, hey, I'm not. No, but like it was. <laughs> P.S. If you guys have any writing staff or <laughs> was, uh, cast member it opportunities, it was interesting that uh, that the whole shame media you know the like yeah where is the diversity media Im immediately just was like cool like as soon as everybody just because to me and i'm not even talking about snl anymore girls was the same thing where it's like there's a shame-based casting where people go like what's wrong why aren't you why don't you have black people on the show and then they right. put a black person on everybody's like good we did our work here <laughs> it's like to me that's almost like more racist like yeah it, yeah it like it the problem is. the problem is the lack of diversity in casting it's not calling out specific shows and forcing them to be diverse, especially girls, because girls shouldn't be diverse. Well, no, it's also hard. That's their world. That's their the world. It's hard because like white girls, when yeah. you get older, I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, I'm not saying this is a justification, but like when you're raised for the most part, most white people hang out with white people. Most black people hang saying. out with black people. Right. And it's hard to write. It's why, like a lot of, uh, you know, like, you know, like there's such a difference between, uh, you know, like the Tyler Perry movies or, um, you know, like the, you know, or movies. Scorsese just for, you know. I mean, yeah, Tyler he only Perry. writes for white people, you know. <laughs> like they only have this fun. I mean, I just think Tyler Perry's a bad example because those movies are so profoundly bad. bad. Well, okay, John Sales or what? Not sure. John Sales. Uh, Singleton? Yeah, John Singleton. That's I'm sorry. pretty old. That's pretty old. Yeah, has he made a movie? Well, John Singleton. Uh, well, the fucking guy. We know what? Who's an exception to the rule? The guy who. Directed uh, Shame and Twelve Years a Slave, oh, two yeah. very that different movies. Good, man. Ah. He's really great yeah. director. What's his fucking name again? Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen right? Yeah. You can believe it. That's yeah. Steve McQueen, ah. fat black guy. Um, Is he fat? Uh, he's. I think he's chubby. He may have lost weight. <laughs> That's Damn. someone I really don't want to alienate. By the way, because I love his work. So Steve yeah. McQueen, you please. Just, you know the magic of podcasting. You can edit stuff out. Edit yeah, stuff you can out. Do whatever you want. What if we replace it with a different racial? <laughs> uh, well, actually, have... speaking of different races, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, well, by the way, am I not talking enough about dumb shit? I've no, it doesn't matter. We 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 use it as a jumping off point. Also, we have to find a way to bring up dumb stories. It doesn't sound like. Well, you hey, were doing a good job because you you were like, oh, you've done dumb stuff. Yeah, on yeah. Gates. Well, I, I, I feel like segue. I shouldn't even say the like word Byron dumb. Allen. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like when you have a titular. You don't yeah. want to have the titular line in the movie because it's fucking cheesy. You yeah, know? you, you got to do it like Byron Allen. You're like, no, Moshe, uh, I heard. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I got to get my my Byron Allen stance when no, he gets Moshe, like that. Moshe, I, I heard you did use Lysol one time. Is that right? <laughs> uh, yes, Byron, I legs. did. Have you done that show yet? No, I won't. <laughs> you wouldn't do it. That's a show I would not. Do. I think it would be such a funny story. Al Jackson is such a funny story. I might do it for show. the story. Yeah, yeah, but it's so intense. Like, have you, like it'll be like. 
Now, oh, uh, okay. Now, Dan, I heard you don't love no hoes. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I don't love no hoes. <laughs> no, I mean, what's that? With, it's just like so artificial. Yeah. Is it still going? That show? I, I have no idea. I, it's I, gotta I, be. I don't have a TV, so. I think it's on at like oh, three thirty. Oh, very impressive. Was it? I heard. You know, I heard he was like the first uh, Car- Carson guy. That he was like one That's of the youngest. That's his claim to fame. The yeah. youngest Carson. Oh, interesting. Um, the stand-up. He was thirteen years old when he was he. Yeah, he was on Carson. Is that real? No. Oh. You made it up, but I heard he was You went too old. It, it was believable. Eight would have been better. Yeah. Thirteen is believable. But eight's believable now, too. That's you know, what if I you like. have a few cute jokes. I like, There's a, one... I like a kid comic. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I like a wonderkin who I... thinks he's really good <laughs> and he isn't. What type of com- comedy do you like? Uh, mostly kid comedy. <laughs> but there is There's in every community. There's like a young, the young The young kid. guy. Well, it's it was kind of sad because there was one guy in New York who was like named the kid comic. Right. And like about like like when I started a seven and a half years ago, and then like three years in, he just disappeared because you could tell like <laughs> yeah, he was getting good. gross looking. You know what I mean? He was like, and then he just had these jokes that didn't work for him anymore. And Lewis I, Black. It was Lewis Black. <laughs> well, who's Tommy that one Davidson? Kid. There is one um, kid in New York that's funny who's young. Pete Davidson. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the, he started at like seven. Like this kid started when he was like nine. Uh huh. And then know? how old was he when you knew? Um, I mean, he was probably like thirteen or fourteen when I know. And he was getting like he was getting like awkward. It was like we, yeah, it was starting it was to like get adolescent, like adolescent, uh, like puberty type situation. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. The, the bookings were going down. <laughs> oh, but nice guy. Okay, where were we? We were talking. <coughs> we jumped about, around so much. We jumped around a bunch. I felt like we were talking something. about you jerking off with your grandma sitting right with next grandma. to you, and she had no clue the entire time. Slut shaming, Byron Allen. Um, I think that's we we kind of we done. It. Cool. Awesome. We can hang Thanks, out. Guys. See you no. later. <laughs> um, but you, so you've had a pretty good relationship with your mom. Then, how's your relationship with your dad? My dad's dead. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that was a good. Well, his dad's dead too. So you guys. My can... dad's dead too. Oh, 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 because yeah. your dad's dead. I'm yeah. not supposed well, to. Well, how, how did your? Can we have a dead dad off? What was a more depressing situation? <laughs> All right, I killed my dad. Oh, oh you win. You fucking you, you win. No, we, there's no way to make your father dying good funny podcasting stuff is there maybe i don't know you uh, know do it? fucking what's his name ray combs i'll talk a, about it I, 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 I ray tried, combs I has to... that one bit you remember that one ray combs's dad you know who was ray combs jr with the what what they call that oh, oh he was ray and he's yeah. a, the, i don't think he does stand up anymore guy? yeah i don't think he does stand up anymore and he would do stand up his dad committing suicide and he has this one bit which is so great which he goes you know like like people got you know people got really depressed when my dad hung himself in his closet but to be fair that's where you hang shit. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty, pretty funny. It's pretty funny, you know. It's funny guy. You got to know my stuff. Funny shit happens when I don't know because you're dead sick. Um, yeah. I, you're right. You can't get into it because it's so it's depressing. depressing. Talking about. I'll right. talk about it. No, I, I mean, about. I, I, you know, was, if you're not comfortable with it, that's fine. Oh, too. I'm comfortable well, like, with it. You know, it's like, like every time dad, I'm uncomfortable, I go back to the cards. I know. You, you, do, cards, yeah. you should have been a magician. <laughs> I'm a really bad magician. One of those magic comedy acts from the eighties. Your dad? Your dad was sick for a while. When my dad, the funny thing when my dad was sick was that. He was convinced <coughs> all the stuff was stuck up his butt because it would get sore from being in the bed. Oh, so he would think the remote control was like stuck up his butt. And if I'd right. be showing him the remote, I'd be like, "This remote control is stuck up your butt right now." And he's like, "Yes, that remote, the one you're holding." Right no, now. my dad wasn't sick. He died in 9/11. Oh, really? No, no. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! This took such a fucking brutal uh, turn. That's how Metzger brought up Pete Davidson at the Montreal yeah, he, audition. Did his dad died in 9/11. Yeah, and his he goes, really died "All right, in this next comic's dad died in 9/11." And then he Why got up, and there was Kurt just Metzger silence. Well, he thought asked, it was hilarious. No, no, no. He thought right? it would get them on his side. Oh no way! <laughs> That's amazing. That's what he told that us. That guy's a fucking nut. He's like, I thought it would get them on their side. <laughs> oh my Start god! Start off with some sympathy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah, the only funny shit happens with like within your family when you're dead. Like you, like you have those stories, but they never translate well on a microphone. Well, I'll tell you, I did. It will bring us into dumb shit I've done. Right. I, this is a really terrible story. Well, Let's if you don't it. want to talk about it, if it's you don't fine. want to tell it, don't tell no, it. But I'll do it. We'd but... love to hear it. And what should we think we're gonna have to bleep it out afterwards? No, it's just it's that so like fun. when I was with my dad for a, this is not funny, sort of funny. Yeah, it does speak to my sex stuff <laughs> because. I fucked my dad. <laughs> I, my dad. When my dad was getting sicker, like he was like sort of on the edge of consciousness and not consciousness. This is a really depressing story. No, that's okay. I, really we don't give a shit. I went to like I was just it's so overwhelming, as you know, when yeah. you're with your parents and they're getting sick and you just like you have to it's so intense for so long 
it just keeps being intense and yeah. you need to like i needed to get out and go hang right. out with this person with this girl and so i just like was like oh, okay I, i'm leaving and i left and i got a blowjob i went into this and i got, went and hooked up with this chick got a blowjob and not even that cute right <laughs> and, and not that that matters but right and then that my but my my dad while i was getting blowjob like I slipped into unconsciousness and never regained consciousness. Oh. And that was that the time you when up? I felt shame. I felt sex shame. And I usually didn't feel sex shame, but for some weird reason, I just thought, here I was getting my dick sucked. You know what I mean? Well, my father... Like, this is how I would look at it as a positive spin. Just like be like, it. your dad could telepathically since you were getting a blowjob and was like, all right, he'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> and then he passed through <laughs> to the other side. I think my son's going to be okay. Uh, he's a man now. He's a man now. You know, imagine if you had a story where you, you came at the exact moment your dad left <laughs> consciousness. <laughs> You're just drinking your blowjob. Like some horrible quantum physics theory. <laughs> he lives forever. But it is, but it is a funny situation that that like it is. It's morbidly funny, but it's funny, right? It's also like you start doing these things when when people in your life die. I don't know about your experience with it. Yeah, when people in your life die, you start doing these things where you start things start having meaning. You you start yeah. ascribing meaning to yep. moments and things that don't or do have meaning. You know, like like Mike. I remember this one cousin all of a sudden who wasn't really involved in the family showed up and he was there like. The whole time, and I just thought, oh, that's weird. He's somehow going to be like integrally involved in my father's death. He's right. not, some and of he's this never hung out with But him. then he was helpful. He was just there, and he just stayed the whole time. Another weird thing that happened was uh, my family's incredibly religious on that side, like beyond. Take what you're imagining. Oh, so are you? Was your dad, and mom split up at the time? Or yeah, they, they, they okay. were split up. So take whatever you're imagining with religious, and then what religion? Jewish. Okay, but they're like and then like, like Orthodox. I mean. Now we're go. Now we're that's As, ten acidic? times more. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We're into the, we're into the ether of <sighs> like they stories. have a golem, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on layaway at all times. Yeah, no, that's right. Um, and this kid, this other cousin came, and I remember he was like, because at the time I had like long hair, and yeah. they didn't that side of the family didn't know because I lived in California, they're all in New York, so they, you know, I think my dad painted a picture that we were like, you know, oh my religious kids that live far away, but right. we weren't. So <laughs> this cousin came and uh, he was going, pulled me aside. But I could never do that. I could never do that. <laughs> and I was just that like, was his dream. That to was be a his lawyer. secret. It was wow. like he was coming out of a closet. So what is he? Ha- he would have to be holy what, shit. Just, uh, or, uh, just uh, think about the Hasidic community is like all they do is study religion all day long all day long yeah and then if they have to get a job to pay the bills in israel actually it's a huge problem because every hasidic jew in israel not everyone but almost all of them are yeah. are either rabbis but not everybody can be a rabbi because not everybody's right. smart right right there's yeah. dumb people and you also have too many rabbis yeah so yeah. they just stick them all in seminary because there's a rule in the tax code in uh the welfare code in israel that if the person is in seminary they can con- get state benefits the whole time that they study religion. Oh, wow. So there's an entire society of people that are basically welfare cheats that, wow. for the right. state of Israel. Oh, they just so they don't join the army. They don't join the workforce. <coughs> they just stay in seminary all the time and collect and just fucking pump out babies and yeah. study religion. Even They're not smart. Because yeah. back in the 1800s or whatever, back in the... No, I think that that's like a misconception. Because I remember I was reading one Times article about like one of the most impoverished communities in America is this Hasidic community, I think, in Pennsylvania. Because, sure. you, know, you know, like, you know, it, it's just they, they don't go to college, you know what I mean? It's just, it all it is is rabbinical training or it's, uh, yeah. they work, you know, so they really in America, have no it's, it's a little bit better in America because American law won't allow them to do that. Right, so and go, also, like, I, I know a guy who's a Hasidic constitutional lawyer, like, they do, they break out of the mold a little bit more. So this guy was, like, wanted to do that, but could never. I go, dude, be a fucking lawyer. Yeah, just, right. Go, what, what's gonna happen? And he's just like, no. And I'm sure right now he's just in a seminary somewhere with seven children. There's no question about it. But wow. his dad. I was growing up, and um, and we always, me and my brother always felt super ashamed because we weren't Hasidic, right? So we would go back home for six weeks a year, and everybody was Hasidic. Oh, they're all Yiddish speakers. Right. Well, they treat they would treat you guys differently. They would treat us like we're t- like we were retarded. I mean, oh, to be wow. fair. Yeah. 
I was the guy that jerked off on a short bus, so I was a little retarded. Right. But like they, it wasn't. They weren't outwardly. Some the, the neighborhood kids were outwardly mean. They would call us goy and stuff like that. Okay, goy okay. is you know non-Jew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how that's how out of perspective they were. That Moshe Kasher <laughs> was, was a, a non-Jew. To them, right, right. Um, you would have to like even if you were like wearing a latke as a shirt. Oh yeah, also part like, of the opposite of every other neighborhood in America. Right, yeah. <laughs> If you go to fucking Southie, Jew. where they're all like, yeah. hey, these fucking Jews, it's like the <laughs> yeah. exact opposite. Come to Long Island, it'll be the Yeah, reverse. it's bizarro Boston. <laughs> so so we felt ashamed, you know, because you're young, you don't have any real, you know, concept of, like, you know, why would I want to be a Hasidic Jew? I wanted to be a Hasidic Jew just because it felt socially like the right, right thing to do. Yeah. So then, you know, they treated us like kind of social lepers a little bit. There was a great story at my stepsister's wedding. They were, they were doing the wedding pictures. And then yeah. this old grandma, the grandma in that family, my stepmother's mother. <laughs> the jerk off car grandma? No, 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 uh, no, no. She was, uh, no, this was, she wasn't that much fun. And <laughs> she goes, okay, now let's do one picture, just the family. And she just pulled my brother and me out of the oh! picture. <laughs> That's so oh fucking funny. Oh my <laughs> we were like, God. dude, my, this, it's funny, is this, this just happened uh, um, with my, my family. Where like uh, like we're all like my parents are all taking turns looking over my grandfather because he's like my, you know, my uncle. hooking up with your grandfather. Well, my uh, your family's hooking, all taking they're all taking turns just going in like <laughs> oh. Sasha Gray's early stuff. Uh, <laughs> your grandfather is Sasha Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Gray. She's he's like a hotter Sasha Gray. But they're all like taking turns like looking after him, um, you know, every weekend because he's you know he's on his way out. And um, don't you try to compare your pain my to uncle. Our pain. Well, I'm not. I'm not hey, listen, grandpa. A grandfather. I, 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 there's nothing. There's nothing. I mean, I, you know, um, he's he needs to go. Uh, he, he like uh, you just, you just said that like that. a mafia boss. He, he needs to get out of here. He needs to go. He needs to go. But this like, guy uh, needs to go. My my uncle told my daddy like, he's like, hey, you want to um, do you look after your uh, our grandpa uh, uh, this weekend because we have a thing. Uh, uh, Megan's having a party with his daughter. And he goes, yeah, yeah, no problem. I got it. He goes, but don't worry. It's just like family. <laughs> my dad's oh like, what? My- <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. I mean, they, they don't have as much. I know what he meant, the other their side of the family. Uh-huh. But yeah. the way he said it was like oh, so funny. terrible. Yeah, so, right. So that family was like that. And uh, so we felt ashamed and not good enough all the time. There's another funny story, actually, from right around when. This is a bad story for Jews. Like right. right around when. Um, By the way, as two Christian guys, me and Sean have nothing to do with yeah, yeah, yeah. With any Jew bashing, it's only Jews are allowed to bash Jews. This, we do not. I just want to give you the dynamic of this family. So the one of the members of the family, the mother of the the secret lawyer, right? That was the family only. That's the grandmother of the secret lawyer. Right. The mother of the secret lawyer came to my father's shiva. The shiva is the yeah uh, the, the, grieving, the wake for the, the wake, for Jews, but it's yeah. like a seven days long, and everybody comes and they talk to you. It's a pretty amazing uh, thing, actually. It's pretty, yeah. pretty great. In fact, it made me think like I don't know how non-Jews deal with grief. This is so perfectly executed that right. if I was just left to, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe there's a system. Uh, if you're <clears> Irish, <throat> you bottle it up and it comes out. Right, I, you know, exactly. it's the opposite <laughs> with what you know. Like, there's such a rehearsed thing to say at a at a Catholic or a, or any Christian funeral, like, "How are you doing? I'm so sorry." And then you like almost move because it's the opposite thing where you don't want to talk to them because you feel like you don't want. You don't want, you literally to go make up, them emotional. Yeah, you well, go up and pay your respects, then you go to the back of the room and you try to make people laugh. Right, but yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a wake or a funeral. A funeral or a wake. Funeral's more. A funeral or a wake, it doesn't do anything for you. It just, I mean, it might do a little for you, but it's just like an event. That it's like weirdly for, mm-hmm. it's more for the acquaintances of the dead person than right. it is for the close people. Yeah, but with, sh- with sitting Shiva, it's really interesting. You do the funeral, then you go to your house and you sit on the ground for seven days. Everybody comes to you. And they feed you all day long. You you wake up, you go down, you sit. And if you're hungry, people bring you food. And if you're, you know, like the only thing you you do is sit there and deal with your grief. And people come and they talk to you about your your dead relative. You ever getting like yeah. leg cramps there? I mean, it's hard to be shell or <laughs> you know what? Falsely. Honestly, Charlie Horse. That's where yeah. God comes into it. That's where God. No comes no Jew has ever reported a Charlie Horse. <laughs> yeah, I never do that. So sitting Shiva is literally sitting Shiva. You're literally sitting on the ground. And you're doing nothing but dealing with how sad you are for seven days. Wow. At the end of the seven days, it's like, you it's get like up. Sad solitary. Yeah, it's like, it's like like dead person solitary. Yeah, and then you get up at the end of seven days and you you walk around the block. You literally walk around the block right. to like release the 
the grief and the spirit that is said you, to have and you felt a lot better after that well you're dealing you, it's a system of dealing with it and then you for 30 days right. you do certain things you don't do right you don't shave for 30 days and you don't listen to music for 30 days and you don't so it's like and then at the end of that you shave start going you go back to work at the end of the and then there's a year where there's certain a much smaller set of things that you don't do. And at the end of the year, you're like, you've processed it and you can kind of move well, on. It actually does kind of move on a little bit, right? I guess, right? There's right. like a science to it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I think I was impressed with that. But anyway, so this woman, the mother of the secret lawyer, she goes, she's telling this story. She goes, so uh, there was this Hasidic, Hasidic guy. He's in prison. And uh, you have a joke. And, <laughs> but this is you know, the Hasidic guy's in prison. His family comes to visit him. Visit the whole the kids the the wife visiting him on the way back swerved into traffic the whole family died. Ugh, not even on a goy would I wish that. Oh, like no. I was like, oh no, you wouldn't wish the fiery death of the entire family. <laughs> <laughs> the you fucking saint, you. That's incredible. Maybe, maybe this is why there's a little problem with peace in the Middle East. <laughs> maybe this is one of the one of the things that contributes. I just want to say that's not a typical sentiment. No, no it's not. It's not. like the extra, you know, like most Palestinians don't, you know, like it's like like when they have all that horrible shit written about Jews in their textbooks. That's not like a majority of fucking Arabs. Here's my real feeling on Israel and Palestine is that it is the most complicated issue I have ever studied in my life. I've studied it extensively. I have a degree right. in, in religion. I studied in Israel for a long time and. It's the most yeah. complicated thing I've ever studied, and the people on either side of the issue, on the, the strongly pro-Israeli, strongly pro-Palestinian side, would l like to describe it as though it's the simplest issue on earth. Right. They each want to go like, Israel's bad people, colonists, right. evil, or Palestinians are terrorists, and it's just like, they're bad, they're bad. And then you see like 70-year-old state leaders doing that. Yeah. Like, wow. Well, you started it. You started it. Like, it, right. it which is interesting, <laughs> because when I, went to, when I was in college, I went to Northern Ireland, and then we heard from... You know, the uh, Ulster unions and then the IRA and like, uh, I mean, different people on different sides of it. And they just seem so much wearier. Like they had more of a thing like they almost answered it was one of the most Zen things I've ever seen where the, at the end of it goes, who do you believe is right? And the guy said, well, I guess, you know, I believe in our Northern Ireland side, I guess, just because <laughs> he goes, I don't. And he actually goes, I don't know why. And the guy who was more, you know, like versed on it, nationalist was just like. Yeah, I don't know why either. Like they both didn't know why they believed. Oh, wow. well, maybe it needs another. The way they did. Maybe, Israel, maybe that is a solution because is that they just need another hundred years of misery. Uh, uh, yeah, both sides. I, they oh, really right. seemed exhausted. Right. It was crazy. Like it was actually. And now things are chill, right? They're probably, uh, they're, I mean, it's they're still there like there's always rumbling. Well, the thing is, the economy's terrible now. So whenever that happens, it's Stuff you know pops things, up. things can pop up. If you give people jobs, they, they keep them busy. So here we go. <coughs> yeah. So the father, who you know, there's a mother the of the lawyer, family? father of the of the same family. <clears throat> he at a certain point, all the shame, we're not good enough. Mm -hmm. at a certain point, they go. Have you heard? Dude is has escaped to Brazil. The feds are after him for uh, like tax evasion. Who's this? The father of the secret lawyer. Yeah. Oh wow. And my brother and I are just like. That. I mean, <laughs> we are so thrilled. They, they were perfect for so many years. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, all we ever felt was in the shadow of their piety and holiness. And all right. of a sudden, we're like, he's on the lamb from the law. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's, a, it's like the Joe Smith thing or whatever. Yeah. You know? And it's like a hardcore one. He went to, he went to a different country. He went, went to, to Brazil. Sao Paulo to Brazil. He escaped to Brazil. Oh, my God. And he's living in Brazil. He left his family behind. All in, and, and we just, it could, I mean, look, it was a little bit, what is it? Schuffenfreud or Schut? Schuffenfreud. But still, we were just like, oh, fucking eat it. There's a lot of Schuffenfreud. Yeah. It's good. It it's was, a, yeah. Who wouldn't be excited? I mean, because he was, but the thing is, he's a nice guy. He was never, like, rude to us, but oh. it's just like the image. Yeah. Of the of this perfect family. Well, it's always whenever somebody you think is doing better for you than you forever, then when you see him trip a little bit, you're like, "How oh, good fuck yeah. that guy." So, <laughs> so that he did get caught in Brazil. Right. And the reason he got caught is I don't know if you guys remember the FBI ten most wanted list. For a while there, there was a Hasidic Jew on there. That was him. I remember that? It wasn't no. him. But he went to Brazil and he was fucking whining and dining with, with him. this guy. I think his name was like Chaim Weiss or something weird like that. <laughs> and that guy was on the ten most wanted. What list. did he do to get there? It's something like murder or something. No, I think it was like extreme white collar crime, like right. big, big money. Yeah, you know. And the FBI was like, was looking for him. 
So they caught him, and then they looked to the left. They're like, "Oh, this is great, <laughs> Uncle Heshi." And so they they brought they. That's they great. Did. We got everybody. So they went to prison. He went to prison. He went to Brazil, and then he went to prison. And me and my brother were just like, "Who's who's holy now, motherfucker?" <laughs> I bet you a Brazilian prison is bad though. Like, no, he went to America. Oh, and then okay. did you and your brother just prison. jerk off in public to celebrate? Yeah, in my grandma's in my grandma's grave. <laughs> You guys went to the graveside. Uh, we have time. Uh, is there like a one really dumb story you want to tell before we get out of here? Oh man, because I, you know, I don't want to keep you too long on the spot. Hey, do you do do you do dates and stuff? Yeah, dates? yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, 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 yeah, we'll we'll plug it after. Oh, you want to plug? You want us to plug no, it now? No, too? no, I want to think of a really good. Well, let me plug. Let me plug. While well, you think, yeah, I will plug. Uh, as I fucking as I try to pull up your shit right now. Um, one second. Um. I will pull up uh, your the uh, you could find. We're gonna edit that me <laughs> going dip, 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 no, man. Makes it feel uh, real. on Twitter. Is he's at Moshe is at Moshe Kasher. You can check M O S H E K A S H E R. Yes, and uh, he's got a website uh, www That's M O S H E K A S H E R. His podcast is amazing. You should check it out the Champs with Neil Brennan. Uh, it's also on the All Things Comedy Network. And on February 27th to March 1st, you'll be at the Comedy Club on State in Madison, Wisconsin. I love that Whoa. club. Weird pull, but yeah. Well, know that's what, else, what we had here. You know um, what else is happening in Madison uh, in March is the White Privilege Conference. In Madison, oh, are you? Wisconsin. That's why you're going, right? The comedies just decide. Uh, I would love to go as an anthropologist. A comedian, but it, is it like white guilt sort of thing? Or oh is it, yeah, yeah. That's Wait, are you, be that. you're being serious? Yes, there is a <laughs> yeah. Event yeah I saw you post white that on Privilege Facebook. Conference going down what? on in Madison, Wisconsin. And what's disgusting? Just you, you know, uh, the how awesome? Like, no, like, I think like, it's how awful. <laughs> how awful? Yeah. It's funny though. In the in the uh, like about us section, it says this is not a forum for white uh, for white supremacists to come and celebrate white privilege. Oh my like, god. <laughs> That's hilarious. And also, uh, on March 6th to March 8th, you're going to be at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. Is that Carolina. when this is coming out in March? Um, it'll it'll probably be out mid-February, probably. Well, you guys are real um, forward thinkers. Just yeah. so you know, just to break the magic of podcasting, it's January right now. You yeah. Guys. <laughs> when we're well, I'm going to be gone for probably the end of February to March, so we're trying to get a bunch in. And I'll be here in L.A. You're going to work on your bad here. robot project. Right? I'm going to work right. on my bad robot. <laughs> you and then it. on uh, April 1st, you're going to be at one Eye Jacks in New Orleans. New Orleans with Thomas Lennon and Natasha Leggero. On, uh, <sighs> That's an awesome uh, group. Night so of comedy. Yeah. So fun. Have you been to New Orleans? I am nervous to go, to be honest Best. with you. You would probably explode if you went. I'm a little nervous. First off, I don't like the heat. Second off, the only thing... I mean, I know I would love to take the graveyard tour. I would love to do all that. You know, I, I, I really like the history a lot. And, you know, I've read, like, Midnight... In the, no, that's Savannah. Yep. I've read uh, um, Do Dr. John's autobiography. It's so good, man. New Orleans <laughs> is so good. It was kind of crazy. <laughs> but I will tell Dr. you... Dr. John's autobiography? Yeah, it was called Under a Hoodoo Moon. <laughs> Check I it will, out. I will tell on you iTunes. a story. Speaking of, of dumb shit that yeah. I have done, literally... Speaking of New Orleans, because New Orleans is such a party town. And the, the only thing that is close, I go to Burning Man every year. I have for a long time. Oh, you're that guy. No, I'm not. I'm this guy. <laughs> I'm the guy telling the story. <laughs> okay, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've been going since I was 16 or something like yeah. that. So actually, this if I go this year, it'll be like 15 years in a row. Oh, wow. And yeah. um so I, um, this is so I jerked off in my grandma's car. I busted a nut, and I thought I'm going to Burning Man this year. <laughs> right, <laughs> you had an epiphany. Yeah. Anyway, the, transform the metamorphosis of the cashier is right. almost complete. I became a. I, I woke up. I was a small praying mantis, and uh, <laughs> that's a metamorphosis joke, folks. So I was at Burning Man once many years ago, and I, I met this girl, and I was hooking up with her, and we were uh, we were dancing at, in a dome as you do. Yeah, and uh, it was time to go home. So the way to, to picture Burning Man is like it's a big the the setup of it is it's like it's kind of like yeah is again a visual thing but it's sort of like a an enormous just the size of it is like an enormous baseball diamond right so mm -hmm. like it you know the the uh, the and on on the kind of home base first base uh, and third base side is where all this action is and then there's just this expanse of kind of nothingness out in the outfield but it's yeah. a giant you know it's like a you know two square miles or something so we're on one side. O over here on like the third base side hanging out dancing and it's time to walk back to my tent to go you know i think you guys know i got you we're gonna go home and 
kill the dad, if right. you know what I mean. Right. So we're walking across the great expanse of nothingness. We're holding hands across this great expanse of nothingness. And on when we're getting close to my tent, so we've been walking holding hands for like 15, 20 minutes on this walk. And uh, I'm, I, I want to use, I have to stop at a porta potty to go to the bathroom before we go back to my, uh, my tent. And I want to like, I'm going to sit down. I guess I had the poo-poo. Yeah. Like that. So I'm, That's I'm, the scientific name. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to wipe, I want to wipe, the idea is for me to grab a bunch of toilet paper, and wipe the pee-pee in this dark porta right. potty. Right. Yeah. Wipe, just go ahead and wipe it. Wipe yeah. it on off. Just wipe <laughs> right. it. Wipe right off. Just, just wipe, wipe it off. Yeah, yeah. You know, there might be little, little sprinkles. Going to wipe them on off, right? <laughs> just wipe them. So I do that. I take some toilet paper and I just I just wipe. You know, you get the picture. It's like a swipe motion. Yeah. And I just, I wipe. It's the middle of the night. I just, I just credit card swipe my hand through a pile of ice cold human shit. Oh! <laughs> and now I'm God. in, now I'm in a dilemma. You know, I mean, I'm looking at my hand and, <laughs> and it's covered in someone else's I mean, oh ice cold God. shit. And there's a woman outside whose like hand is open, ready to keep on holding my hand. That's what we've been doing for a while. Oh, and I've no. got, I've got this shit mitten. And I don't know. I just don't know what to do. Like, I'm right. just like, what the hell? So I, I think, I think I like, you know, wiped as much off as I could. And I, I like, I was like, okay, back to my tent. And I like, you know, double time. Like I was like, no, 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 no more holding hands. And I'm like 10 feet in front of her. Like, follow me, follow me. Like the white rabbit. Right, right. Whatever. <laughs> I get back to my tent. And I think what I did was uh, I Lysoled my hand a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a callback. That is, I've done, the, I've done a similar thing where this is disgusting, where I, the sink was working. But there's no toilet paper, and I was on a date, so I literally just scooped the shit out, <laughs> washed my hand really intensely. Oh, I've done that. You've done that. Where I'm like, oh, so the soap's right here. It's you fine. Start thinking about the ancients. You know, you go, what? What do people do? <coughs> yeah, yeah, this right, isn't exactly. a big. Yeah, it's well, fine. You got a sink there. Who cares? In yeah. fact, when I was a little kid, people do this. I just shit into my hand. I, I didn't know, do I that. that. I just took. A, I was just like, I wonder what this. But it's is interesting, right? Feels like so, just shit into my own hand. And uh, it's pretty intense. I told it's pretty I, intense. I told, it's like when you the, taste your own cum. It's have I told the roots. Parsons story on here when I, when I took a shit at the Parsons dorm room? And there was a whole bunch of girls hanging out in the dorm room. And I'm like, hey, can I use your bathroom for my friend whose mother's staying in? So we were in a different <laughs> yeah. room. And he goes, no, no, just use it here. And I go, okay. And I had to shit really bad. And I go in. doesn't flush. I don't know what to do. The worst. So I literally, I think I've talked about this before. I took it out with one of those things you scoop fish in it. How did you have that but not toilet they paper? They had that in the bathroom. Sean has that on him at all times. He has a side pet I just, business. I just carry one of those because I see a fish I like in a pet yeah. store. Oh, sure. And uh, so I scooped it out, put it in the garbage can, and just, just covered it. I would have done the same thing. Covered it with Shit happens. Paper. No sure. pun intended. Oh, and boy. that brings us to the end of our podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for doing this, Mushy. You were Absolutely. terrific. Yes. And... Uh, if you uh, would like to donate to our show, you can donate on the All Things Comedy page. Am I right? That's correct. A lot of great shows on there, including Motions. The so, Champs. Uh, fuck with the Champs, you guys. Yeah. And look us up on Twitter, at Dumb Friends Cast. Hey, and yep. also my hour special is on Netflix oh. right now. Oh, oh that's all that the true. time. What's the it's title? It's always available. It's called Moshe Bigger Kasher. and Blacker. Oh. Live in Oakland. <laughs> Similar. Yeah. Uh, live in Oakland, and it's on Netflix all the time. Are you a cool. sports fan? Did you ever see that 30 for 30 about the Raiders? No, but I do like. I'm not a sports fan, but I do like the thirty for thirty. Have you seen the Oakland one? No, is it's, it good? it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Check, it check it out. Oh, so maybe you know, I'll it's watch weird those. Ice Cube I'm not a sports fan, Snoop. but I always want to watch either. those shows. Those you are really watch great. The two Escobars. That one's a best. That, that one's crazy, incredible. right? That ah. one's crazy. Yeah, that one's check real that. good. So good. Nan- they're doing one on Nancy Kerrigan coming up. Oh yeah, yeah that whole thing. Which should be. Are they really? One of the most ridiculous stories ever. Amazing. Um, but anyway, thank you so much, man. And, uh, you know. Oh, if you want to email us, it's mydumbfriendspodcast oh. at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter, too. So. And we're on Twitter, at, at dumbfriendscast. Yeah. Thank All you right. so much. Thank you. Hey, thank, thank you, much. You thank you so much, man. All right, boys. Cool. The My Dumb Friends Podcast is produced and engineered by Thomas Attila Lewis. Find us on Facebook by searching for My Dumb Friends. Please follow us on Twitter at Dumb Friends Cast. And this is a bit of a correction. If you want to send us an email, send it to mydumbfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to My Dumb Friends on iTunes, and you would do us a huge favor if you could rate and review the podcast there. Thanks. Our theme music is by Phil Pickens. 
The My Dumb Friends podcast is part of the All Things Comedy Network. To find other cool podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. Mm-hmm.